0: Welcome to the P's and Q's podcast. I'm your host, Quine Foray, and I'm living my best life. And I want to help you live your best life. In this podcast, we'll be talking all things spirituality, health, wealth, and love. Whether you're facing a difficult situation, pursuing a big dream, or simply looking for a bit of inspiration and guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about tapping into your intuition and that little voice that speaks clearly and quietly. It's sometimes challenging to know and decipher, is this my fear voice or is this my intuition voice? And we're going to identify that. And I'm going to tell you a story about when I heard my voice. But first, we got to do our three fun facts. Fact number one, my favorite singer who's like my spirit animal. Love her so much. She recently passed away. Miss Tina Turner. I love her. Whenever people ask me to sing a song, you know what I'm going to pick? Proud Mary. Roland. Oh, I got some cool videos of that. Um, fact number 2, my favorite insect is the ladybug. And I love ladybugs. I love what they represent. Most people, you see a spider or a beetle, and you get scared. But when you see a ladybug, what do you do? You get excited. You want to protect it. You want to take it outside. You make a wish, right? I love what they represent, so I love ladybugs. Fun fact number three, growing up, we all played video games. I was definitely a Nintendo girl, and one of my favorite games was Crash Bandicoot. And I know that's like one of the most random ones, but he was a little fox, and he would go around, and you had to do stuff, and I really liked that game. All right. Tapping into your intuition. Let me tell you a story. I was on my way to Thailand for my honeymoon. And we had a layover in the Philippines. And we're on the plane on our way. And the plane before us crash landed and ripped up the runway. Everyone was okay. But there was only one runway in Manila. And so all of the planes had to divert to the Clark Air Force Base, which is a United States base in the Philippines. So we get there. We land. We had to sit on the plane for another several hours. We get off the plane. And they're like, we're going to take you on a bus to Manila. It should only take a couple hours. Well, you guys know the traffic. And the Philippines is wild. So it took like four hours. It was hot, sweaty. And the whole time we're just keeping our energy high, you know. We're safe. We're together. We have everything we need. We'll get to Thailand when we get there. That was our energy the whole entire time. We arrive to the Manila airport. And because of the broken up runway, so many planes had to divert. There were 200,000 people stranded in Manila. We don't have no Manila money. We don't have our phones working because the signals are jammed because there's 200,000 people stranded. And it's getting late. It's getting later. We realize there's no way we're leaving out tonight. We don't have a flight until tomorrow. We need to find a hotel. All the hotels are booked. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we can get a taxi. They only take cash. All right. So we're in here. People are scrambling with families, looking for their luggage. Fortunately, before this trip, we were gone for 21 days. And my then-husband said, you know, I really think that we should pack in a carry-on. And I was like, what? (laughs) For 21 days? Boy, how are we going to do that? And he's like, just trust me. I really feel strongly about it. I I think that's the right path. And because I trust him, I did the best I could. I watched videos on YouTube. I got shrink things, vacuum sealed bags, like everything. And I packed 21 days of stuff into a carry-on. And thank God I did, because so many people were looking for their luggage because it was on that plane. And when we got off the plane, they had these large semi-trucks that they were like, you could put your luggage in here. And you look in there, it's like, Endless rows of people's luggage, barely tagged. You already know how that was going down. And that was him following his intuition. And I'm grateful that he had that foresight to be able to encourage us and strongly encourage me (laughs) to make all my things fit in that bag. So we were already ahead of the game. So here we are looking for a taxi, a hotel, not having a lot of luck, but still in our high vibrational state of everything is great everything's working out for us, as it always does. And at one point, he's like, stay right here. I'm going to go talk to a taxi and see if they'll take a card or a credit card or can take us to an ATM where we can get some cash. Just wait right here. I was like, okay. So as I was standing there and I watched him walk out the door, my intuition says, go out the door and make a right. And I'm like, well, he told me to stay right here and we don't have our phones. And what if I can't find him? And I don't even understand why I would go out the door and make a right. I don't know anyone in Manila. And again, it was like a faint whisper. Go out the door and make a right. And I'm like, all right. I have had enough experiences with this voice to know that I should at least at least follow it, so I go out the door and I make a right, and I see a lady standing there, and she can see that I'm looking a little bit lost because I have no idea where I'm going and what I'm looking for. She's like, "Can I help you?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm trying to find a place to stay tonight or a taxi that will take a credit card or an ATM where it can get some cash and she's like well what what's your name?" And I tell her my name, and she pulls this clipboard out. She looks on it and she says, Is this you? And sure enough, that was me on this paper from this lady standing outside in this melee. She said, Well, it happens that we actually have a hotel for you, and this bus right behind me will take you there and bring you back in the morning, and you get free breakfast. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> I was just like so caught off guard, but also so grateful, one, for the voice that spoke, two, that I had the courage to follow it. And I said, well, I got to go get my husband. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to leave without, not leave without, (laughs) I don't want to get separated from him and get lost. So I need to go find him. And she's like, just relax. We'll be here. Waiting for you. We will not leave without you guys. I'll be right here. That was a relief. So as I walk back towards the door, he walks directly towards me, and he's like, "Oh, the taxi guys—they only take cash." And I said, "Well, we don't even need them. We have a ride in this lovely bus here. We have a hotel and free breakfast. <laughs> Won't you look at God?" <laughs> you know. He's like, "What? How did that happen?" I said. God, period. That's it and that's all, you know? And our intuition is like that. It's a faint whisper. It's very delicate. It just creeps on in. It sends us signals through our feelings, through our mind's eye. It's up to us to walk that path, though. And we may not always understand where that path is leading us. Why would I walk out the door and make a right? That doesn't even make any sense. But it didn't have to make sense to me in that moment. It's my job to follow the path. And I'm so glad I did because I definitely didn't want to be sleeping in the airport, honey. Uh Uh-uh, Not today, not tomorrow, and not yesterday. And I didn't. And I'm grateful for that. Our fear voice generally comes in as like a very loud scream. Ha ha ha, something very abrupt. That's our fear intending to try to stop us from whatever we're doing. But when you get that quiet, subtle, faint whisper, that little feeling in your gut or that tingle in your crown, that is your intuition speaking to you. When you're in the presence of someone and you get that little sudden feeling in your gut. That's your intuition, too. Like, no, we're not vibrating with this frequency. And it may not make any sense to us. Well, they seem so nice. Like, oh, but no. And we shun it. And we continue down that path. We've all been there, honey. Far too many times. Still learning that lesson. It's those subtleties within our spirit that are guiding us on the right path for us. And if we deviate from that, it's still the right path because now you've learned a lesson. And the next time you find yourself in a similar situation, you may choose to make a different decision. I have shunned my intuition so many times in this life to where now when I hear it, feel it. I'm very clear, and I blindly walk that path knowing that I end up exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I had many lessons going out the door and making a right where I did not go out the door, and I did not make a right. And later on, I realized, ah, had I? I already knew this. Spirit already told me this. Sometimes you just got to learn it for yourselves. So if you find yourself not listening to your intuition, that's okay too, because that is the experience that's going to lead you exactly where you need to be. So the next time, what you going to do? I already know. Thank you so much for being here and letting me share this story. It's a really fun story for me, and it reinforces everything that I already know. All the answers you seek are within you. Everything you see in this tangible world is here. And there is a whole nother layer that we are connected to and tapped into already. You have it within you. So trust yourself and follow your path. I'm Quinne Foray, and as always, I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. P's and Q's podcast is more than just a podcast. It's a community of conscious beings who are journeying through this life with the intention to love, grow, and shine. So if you're ready to live a life filled with confidence, joy, and purpose, then hit that subscribe button and join us every Monday. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, DM me the word joy on my Instagram at Quine Foray.